0: You're supposed to be our man in the chair. That's supposed to be your job there. Crack open another one, and I'm going to get this show on the fucking road now. It's, time it's go to time. time. Well, I thought we had something. To start the episode out, how do we walk this fine line of not being homophobic, <laughs> but not being so critical?
1: Oh, I'm gonna be—I'm gonna be well. fairly critical here.
0: Good, we could be fairly critical yeah. homophobes about it.
1: <laughs> I can do and both.
0: Like, yeah, there's—I've uh, seen so much on it where it's like, this is—the uh, rating has climbed another thirty-seven percent.
1: Dude, for this episode. that straight up, like, that gets me going a little bit here. Yeah. Because part of that, do you I want ha- me just to just jump this... in on my hot take?
0: First, let let's, yeah. it, it'll fire you up. Where this has been said as one of the best, best TV episodes, yeah. TV show episodes ever. Okay.
1: Fire away. If I wanted to watch Brokeback Mountain, I would have put Brokeback Mountain on. Have you watched Brokeback Mountain? I have not, for a reason. Dude, <laughs> That's there's not boobies my in it. I'm sure there is, but it's there's like...
0: A, there's legit boobies in there.
1: <laughs> I mean, that doesn't surprise me, but there's also boobies in Game of Thrones. There's
0: also a gay sex.
1: Movie. Yeah, I've heard about that one.
0: No dick, but it's, yeah. it's well acted out.
1: <laughs> well, same thing with this episode here. But my, my point is basically, I mean, if it's your cup of tea, it's your cup of tea. Did they do a great job filming it? Yes, I actually think mm-hmm. that they did a great job filming it. For what it is, it did a fantastic job. However, I am not much for romance. Gay romance okay. aside, and romance in general, that's just not for me. There you go. I, that,
0: that's a very good way to take it. Yeah. The,
1: Replace the show, not the dick. Like, <laughs> so, uh, I need way more lube for that.
0: And that's the thing is that they, they did an excellent way of telling a story yes. in this. They really put it, they filled in a lot of the blank space from where the game basically left kind of deal. Yeah. But at the same time, I know what HBO re- originally mm. used to be. Yeah. Okay, so I wasn't sure how far they were about to take this.
1: Yeah, this felt to me like it was done. Like, it was an opportunity that they sought a virtue signal. Mm. And I I don't like that in my TV shows. Yeah. Um, personally, I I don't like that. Like, I'm all about inclusivity and all that. But I, I do not like the virtue signaling for the sake of virtue signaling. That's just me. However, with that being said, um, for what it was, if I were just to kind of objectively rate this kind of show... This episode in particular here. They did a great job. Uh, I think it was... The acting was phenomenal. The music, the the storytelling, everything about it was great. But it's romance. I signed up to watch a zombie apocalypse show. I did not sign up for romance. <laughs> this... Um, Nick Offerman did
0: an amazing job in it. Ron Swanson? Yep, Ron <laughs> Swanson there. But uh, as well... It um, leveled itself out for me with the amount of Easter eggs that were in this. Yeah. Me. So I don't know if you caught them. You said you didn't play the game. But I didn't play the game, but I, I did my research. I've been going through this, and I I I've caught two. I've caught two that nobody else has caught. So I wish we had more followers, so they could hear it as well. You you hear us? Follow us because we've got the inside knowledge. Yeah. Uh, well, I
1: think this is gonna be a good one because this is gonna be a uh, full of controversy here. Yeah. Gonna be a lot of diehards, a lot of people that hate it. So die hard all
0: you want. You all die eventually.
1: I mean, we we both know that uh, Bill and Frank both died hard. But uh,
0: maybe t- you ever I mean, you ever died? Go go to bed drugged up like that. I don't <coughs> I don't think they're hard.
1: I don't know. Could have been boner pills. Could have been a few boner pills Dude, in there. It. it very well could have been. Yeah.
0: If anybody can't tell, we've dived into The Last of Us, Season 1, Episode 3, titled Long, Long Time.
1: Yep, apparently the best uh, episode ever released on TV.
0: Yeah, if you haven't seen it, you're living under a rock now. Yeah.
1: And you're probably growing with the rest of the fungi (laughs) and becoming a zombie. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, no, because then they would have been connected to the rest of the fungus. So they would still know about it. So you have no excuses, even if you're under living under a rock. Zero excuses and zero excuses to follow us. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, here you go. What? No, they should have reasons to follow us, not zero excuses to follow us. You have zero reasons. excuses to not follow us. Tomato, tomato. It's late. We spent half what an hour trying to get your mic to work, dude. I'm I'm <laughs> so over it
0: by now, kind of thing. I'm like, I'm ready to to just dive into this i've been waiting days to
1: talk about this me too that's what i kind of like it's been a couple days since the since it released and so i got to listen to a couple podcasts and kind of form my opinion a little bit better Mm -hmm. think it through research a little bit more and um here i am highly opinionated
0: (laughs) ready to roll so you you gave us your hot take uh very interesting point there uh your Gadar must be working very well.
1: Not as good as Frank's, dude. <laughs>
0: Frank, Frank was on it. Uh, my hot take. We're going to jump uh, past that a little bit. Going to talk about Papa Pedro Pascal's mustache. It, it threw me off a little bit, but he was just a little bit clean, cleaned up. He didn't shave or anything, but his mustache just seemed more prominent. So it made me think. Of all the other uh, series or films that he's been in, and his mustache is very iconic by now. Yeah, kind of thing. The uh, slim beard he has going on, but Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. You remember it? Yep. He was in there. Yeah. It mustacheless. Hmm. It, it was. I saw it again. And I said that is just extremely disturbing, and he is very villainous <laughs> without his mustache. Usually, the mustache gives you.
1: <laughs> the the villain look that that's funny you should say that so my grandpa ever since ever since i was a little kid from my earliest memory he's had this like big like girthy mustache okay one day he shaves it off and i don't recognize the guy
0: Ooh, it's like geez.
1: mustaches do something for some people
0: he was done giving up the mustache rights.
1: yeah your grandpa, <laughs> oh, jesus dude does grandpa listen to us he
0: might. <laughs> <laughs> he gets it. Man. He gets it. So I also wanted to quickly dive in before we started talking more about the show, that this episode, uh, a corrections corner. I said on my last episode that there were runners slash stalkers for the phases of the infected. It is actually runners, then stalkers. Uh, stalkers, that's one of the ones that we saw for this episode, Ellie where she stabbed the one that was trapped under the bricks. From there, they then go- become the clickers. Then the shamblers, the ones that fart the uh, spores. And then the bloaters who throw the spores Okay. at you. And
1: then the rat king. So that's which my would... corrections corner. I want to make sure that we're given the most and accurate And we info. did see a runner. And that was the very first one that we saw, which was the creepy grandma. We did, yep. So that was the runner.
0: A couple of the runners that day.
1: Yeah, and then September twenty sixth, two thousand and three. Indeed. Um, my correction. I realized uh, listening to our episode one here, I kept referring to Tess as Teresa. Yeah. So, um, I am dumb. Good, good catch in there, fact,
0: Tess. I'm glad uh, I went through the editing process for us and yeah. was still greenlit that. <laughs> because once I'm done there, I'm like, all right, I'm over it.
1: Yeah, I no, I hear you.
0: <laughs> I've talked to my part. I've listened to my part. We're we're out.
1: Oh, see, so yeah, I I listen I listen to it just to make sure I don't say something incredibly stupid. Too much. Cuz I tend to do that. Oh, way too much. I don't have a filter. Quite lost.
0: I wanted to break this episode down. Uh let me know your thoughts because there was the point where we were headed to Bill's. Yep. We then flash back to Bill and then we are back to current day. Taking off from bills, you down for that? Yeah, cool. Headed to bills. You got anything t- that leads up before we meet Bill?
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. So there was actually quite a bit of insight here given into uh, both Joel and Ellie's characters. Mm-hmm. We see the very opening scene. Uh, Joel is kind of uh, soaking his hands in the river water a little bit, okay, uh, because he probably hurt his knuckles a bit punching that guard mm-hmm. in the face. Right. But then also we see him kind of stacking a little bit of rocks. He hasn't really mourned for Tess yet, yeah. even though he was with her for such a long time. He just kind of kept putting one foot in front of the other. So I think that was a nice little uh, scene there, allowing him space to grieve.
0: Yeah, some cultures that's a ritual for uh, a burial. It destroys uh, little habitats around it
1: and whatnot, but yeah,
0: not all cultures.
1: Stacking a couple of rocks.
0: Yeah, whatever
1: floats your boat. Yeah, I mean, rocks don't float. They tend to sink. Whatever. You you shut the hell up. But also, uh, so this is probably kind of a reach, but there is a point where Ellie's looking at Joel. He's like, and she's like, where'd you get that scar from? Uh. And Joel's like, I got shot at. And she's like, oh, that's super cool. Did you shoot back? And he's like, yeah, I missed. And then she's like, oh, well, you must suck at shooting that or something (laughs) along those lines. And I'm wondering. Fucking kids. Is that. Is that a little dig at us as the player if we're controlling Joel? We're just bad shots mm,
0: it, it, that's a very good point. I've seen a lot of that memes and such. If Joel was if the game or the show was realistic to the game and they're just walking around as Joel crouched <laughs> everywhere, it's game accurate.
1: Yeah, but then I also see a nice little um a little bit later on. There's another dig at The Real World where Ellie's like, no one teaches on how their shitty government failed to prevent a pandemic. (laughs) Pretty sure that was about a a certain pandemic that happened.
0: You know, Mike Tyson once said, you always got to plan until you get punched in the face. So, very nice points. Uh, I like a lot of those and uh, how you saw a little bit of a deeper meaning to each of those. I'm always looking. It's the simple shots, but yeah, it's like, oh, what does this mean? What what's the connection to this? Yeah, I w- had a eagle eye about that as well because headed to Bills, there was a number of Easter eggs for this. Oh yeah, uh, direct quotes. There's uh, there. Joel's just straight up in survival mode, and Ellie says, "Oh, I've never been in the woods before," and when she wanted to start start talking about Tess, and try to get Joel to open up, and he says, you don't ever talk about Tess, ever, right from the video game. Very interesting stuff. I love that, though. Yeah, right?
1: Taking directly from the source material when it's appropriate.
0: Yeah, I I thought about it, and I was like, man, they've already got, like, the whole script, everything written for them because of the video game. They have so much that they can just take out and piece in, kind of deal, freshen it up, and... uh, whatnot in, in the show. Uh, if you remember, they went into the market there, trying to look for some supplies, and she find, Ellie finds a Mortal Kombat 2 arcade game. Okay. And she's sitting there talking about that. She is talking about one of the characters whose main move is called the kiss of death, which we saw in the last, the episode. last episode. That yeah. kiss of death. A super sexy scene. super sexy scene. But then they... It was That was also directly taken from the video game. Word for word. Well, lots of little Easter eggs up there. Uh, this one was filled with it. I like that. Uh, we see at this point they're moving along kind of thing. They see that mass grave Ooh, there. That was dark. That uh, Yes, our first mass grave. They knew it because you can't trust the fucking government. All right? You can't trust them. But we see there it flashes back because you see the baby and the mama, their clothing and such and it then goes back to 2003 uh September 30th so but that's where we see bill he's he's keeping an eye on all of, everybody get wrangled up and evacuated out of the town we get to meet bill meeting
1: frank and in <laughs> I got to say so uh, one of the first lines that bill says while he's kind of watching everything take place the whole not today you new world order jackboot fucks that line, that line was actually not supposed to be said out loud. Really? Yeah. But Nick Offerman, he he turned to uh, one of the showrunners and he was like, ah, "I'm saying this one out loud."
0: That he wasn't going to pass that one. That is so Nick Offerman too. Yeah, that's right? such a good
1: line. Bill is post
0: He is gay post apocalyptic Ron Swanson here. Not at first though. Not at first. Okay, so he's just post apocalyptic Ron Swanson. Yes. And then he, and then it. Turns around and then he's gay, Ron Swanson. Indeed. Whatever floats your boat. Bill, Ron, Frank. Bill Swanson? Yeah. They they
1: never said his last name. I suppose they didn't. No. Might just be Bill Swanson. May as well. I had twin brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Did you notice that he came out of the basement wearing a gas mask? I did see that, yeah. I think that was a little bit of a homage to the video game there. Did you?
0: I I think it very well could be his just prepper tendency as well, because I would think that you... Possibly. You, yeah. There's no tinfoil hat, though. Right? That's a good point. He's not fully prepared. Yeah. He failed at some points. Uh, he he did an ext- a tremendous job, and so if anybody says... From this episode on, they're like, oh, I'm a total Bill. I'd, I'd be so ready. I'd be like, Bill, no, you would not. You would die. You would be the first to die. Because there's no way you, you're you watching this and being like, I'm a total Bill. I, yeah. I'd be ready as Bill. Where's your underground bunker? Br- Bill was fucking... He, as soon as shit hit the fan, he's like, cool. That's good time. Time to rock and
1: roll. That's what I've been training he, for.
0: Yeah, exactly. And... It, if you saw, he was even on the outdated version of Windows, even
1: yeah. for that time.
0: <laughs> it Classic was still proper. outdated. Yeah. So, like, he's he he does not believe in upgrading and getting on the system.
1: That I'm a really big fan so far of, of I mean, I hate that they killed him off at the end mm-hmm. there, but Bill's character, huge, huge fan of that. I love that little montage scene of him uh, getting the fence ready, getting yeah. all the supplies ready. That was really cool to see. What did you think of Frank? Frank, I liked him as well. Um, he was definitely a uh, yin to Bill's yang Yeah. I sense there. Yeah. sense there. Very, very different personalities, but I think that they meshed fairly well.
0: Yeah, they, it, they gave us so much more because the video game, you didn't get to meet Frank. You knew about Bill and Frank. They were also part of the uh, radio uh, transcription. Yeah. But Frank hung himself, right? He did what it was is that uh, apparently it seemed that Bill and Frank got into a fight and Frank ran off. He, was, he went after the car battery that they were looking for and he ended up getting bit. So he was about to be, become infected and instead hung himself and he left a breakup suicide
1: note for Bill
0: Okay, when they found him. That, that's how his story ended.
1: Little deviation there from the video game, then. Oh, tons of deviation, because they
0: had they had small segments where they cut year by year on there to show that there were good days and there were bad days for them, kind of thing. It wasn't all hunky dory for them, but in yeah. the end, it let them grow old, kind of deal. And we saw Frank; he he was a little bit too decrepit, too decrepit. He didn't want to end up like creepy grandma who was first infected in Austin, Texas, and ate the family. So he was ready to, like, uh, suicide assist on yeah. us kind of thing. And Bill, as well, he was like,
1: me too, bro. You, you go, I go. And uh, Which I think is very true to Bill's character there. Mm-hmm. Because I like that we get to see a lot of hints to kind of Bill's and, and, and Joel's relationship. So Bill sees himself as Frank's protector. And you really see it in that one scene where their compound is getting raided. Yeah. And, uh, Bill's out there, which like that, that was probably my least favorite scene out of the, this season so far. Wasn't too much action. Well, no, I mean, there, the there was action while, well, while he was shooting back, he was just standing in the middle of the road, dude. That's yeah. Like you'd think a prepper would know how to take cover and return fire. Yeah. He, he said he was just in. sitting on the road, taking, taking shots like it was nothing. Um, but anyways, he sees, um, himself as Frank's protector Just like how Joel sees himself as Tess's protector. Yep. And that's even mentioned in the little uh, murder-suicide note that Bill leaves uh, Joel. That gives us a very good transition point there uh,
0: that we see. Because when we left Boston, episode one, the radio started playing something from the 80s. And so that meant that there was trouble. And it's because Bill just didn't reset it. Yeah. uh, Reset the program to... For the music. And then they uh, get there. They've missed them just by a week or two. They get into the house and find their way in. Ellie finds the note that Bill left for Joel. And he, he has a part in there of like... If it was anybody else, you'd be caught on fire and, and killed. He
1: he 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 he. I
0: love that. <laughs> Have you ever heard Ron Swanson giggle? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly. I was as soon as I I could just picture Nick Offerman. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I love that they cast someone that plays traditionally comedic roles mm. into a very kind of dramatic. Serious. A serious role. Right? I, think, I think that contrast. And you can kind of see the, the comedic timing kind of shine yep. in, in the certain ways that he delivers certain lines. Yeah. And so I like that. Very nice. It, it just cracks me up because they,
0: they ultimately confirmed it. In the video game, he just said that Frank was his partner. Too the one thing that I'm going to miss is that Ellie and Bill aren't going to have any interactions because they would be hilarious yeah. together.
1: I agree that's one thing that I'm very disappointed about because we got to see Ellie's sadistic side there a I little mean, bit when it came to when 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 she found the that stalker the the infected trapped yeah yeah trapped down below and and she kind of slices him and stabs him, and then later on when she picks up Frank's gun, I think that Ellie and Bill would have gotten along together very much so and and I wish we had gotten to see what that would have looked like, right uh
0: they had more Easter eggs. At this point as well, because once they finally left, Bill said that he left the window open. If you've played the video game, you see
1: the loading screen. The loading screen is open the window. Window, open window. Which I loved that as the final scene, mm. as Joel and Ellie are driving away, that window that was open was the bedroom window where Frank and uh, Bill, Bill kill themselves. Yeah. And so if they had just continued panning out a little bit more, you might have seen their uh, sad decaying king Dead bodies. Right. Actually, the
0: showrunners for this, they thought about opening every episode with a open window. Yeah. So that way you can have, like, the video game experience. That was int- very interesting take. Very uh, loyal to the
1: video game fan base original content. Oh, geez.
0: As well, we see, too, we've talked a little bit about the wardrobes and such uh, straight out of the video game. Ellie's wardrobe and uh, when they left Bill's. That's true. Straight from got the, video the shirt. Game. Overall though, what, what 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 was your take
1: on this episode? Okay, overall. Your, uh Last of Us broke back mountain. I'm dramatically closing my laptop for this one. Okay. Great. Keep your pants on. Oh jeez, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ellie and Joel's storyline kinda went where I thought it would go. Okay. In the sense that I th- I th- had suspicions that with this episode here. Uh, Their relationship would grow a little bit closer now that Tess is kind of out of the picture and the main focus is is between those two. And you kind of got to see that on a a nice little scene where as they're driving – well, as they're about to start driving away, Mm -hmm. Joel reaches over. He's like, Ellie, put on your seatbelt. And she's like, what? And he's like, oh, you've never been in a car before. So he reaches over. Where that proximity, he wouldn't have gotten close to her before, and and you've only really seen that once before, and he was protecting her from yeah. the uh, infected back in the museum, and so you see this again, and this is not a life or death situation, um, so I, I like he's that. getting comfortable, he's getting comfortable, he's getting close to her. You get to see a little bit of that father daughter thing going along. Mm-hmm. the The story behind Bill and Frank. Here's the thing about that: I'm not much for romances. I watch movies to be entertained. I like the thrill. I like the action. I don't watch movies to be sad. Uh, this right. this ep- this episode made me feel sad, which means that they did a good job. But I do I think it's necessarily appropriate for a zombie apocalypse movie. Yes and no. I came here to watch zombies, but at the same time too, I also like if if you've played any RPG game before, you, you find you come across these little tiny scenes that don't necessarily mean much, but an image is worth a thousand words. I think they took something that's not necessarily very significant in the video game, yeah, but they made it mean a lot more in this episode. Was it, was it my cup of tea? No, but I can appreciate it for what it is.
0: Yeah, exactly. They, they definitely went full steam ahead with what they were wanting to do with it. Nope, they weren't holding back on it, and that that's what I can definitely see, and I commend them on that. That was excellent storytelling, but like you said, that's not exactly what I tuned in for, but they did tell a very good story. And uh, they had a lot of development from what little bit the, the game had to offer. So I think they did an awesome job. Though, I will say that that was just a one-way one ticket to hell. I do have... And I'm not talking about the gay <laughs> <It> sins, okay? <laughs> Suicide. Suicide is, is a no-no in the Lord's Bible. And
1: that's true. You know, we're all about the Lord around here. Oh yeah. And that was a, that was a murder suicide at that. Oh, I do have to say though, there was one, one more gripe that I had with this one. So not only was, was, um, Bill just kind of standing out in the open, Mm -hmm. but my, oh, that one scene at the very beginning, Joel stashes his rifle. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, there aren't very many rounds for this. Where is he headed to? He's yeah. headed to a prepper's house. Yeah. He's going to have freaking rounds. Did he not plan ahead? That sounds like that should have been your hot take. Yeah, probably. I got a couple hot takes. Preparation. On this we'll end. We'll start with emotion. We'll end with emotion.
0: <laughs> gayness gets Michael really worked up.
1: I guess so. Just be, all those repressed emotions.
0: <laughs> be it, have Any surrounding of gayness and unpreparedness gets <laughs> Michael worked up. <laughs> All right, that that concludes episode three for The Last of Us. Uh, tune in for us next week. That's my boy Michael in the chair over there. Our boy D's still a mystery. I'm Cody, and we're out. Peace.
1: <laughs> Peace.
0: This has been MDC Podcast. We want to thank you for listening. Make sure to like, subscribe, and tell Grandma. We're dropping new episodes every Sunday and Thursday. Let us hear what we should do next down in the comments. Numere, you dorks.